Now, open your Bibles with me once again this evening and, and receiving our offering. We're going to go back to uh, John chapter 6 and continue for the, from there so that... When Jesus, verse 4, the Passover, a feast of the Jews was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip. Now listen, listen. This is so vitally important. Most particularly when you're under a lot of pressure and you need, you need to hear from heaven. Amen. You don't do all the talking. <laughs> the, the great, the, the, oh man, the great, the great preacher, Rufus, Rufus Mosley. Praise God. He'd say, ha, 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 ha. And, um, I, I heard tapes of him and, and of course he, he went home to be the Lord long years, I think 19, uh, 40s, uh, uh, something like that. You can look him up. He was praying. He was lying in the fort, just praying just as hard as he could. Uh, and he, and he stopped and thought, here lies a fool that knows nothing. Doing all the talking to somebody who knows everything. <laughs> yeah, I've been through that. I told you about that last night. Or this morning in a partner service. I did the same thing. <laughs> anyway, now listen to this very, very carefully. He said to Philip, Where? Didn't say anything about the people. Didn't say anything about money. He said, where? Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? Where? Where are we going to go get it? Well, they're out in the desert. This is looking rough all the time, rougher all the time. Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? This he said to prove him. This he said, he said this to test him. He, he, he wanted to see. He wanted to see if he's listening or not. For he himself knew what he would do. He already had it planned out. He already has your deal planned out. <laughs> Amen. Philip answered, 200 pennyworth. In other words, a whole year's wages. I showed you that, that, that little Daenerys last night in the service. A real one. Is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. One of disciples, one of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There's a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, those little, little trisket sized crackers that I showed you last night. 
among so many crackers and sardines. I mean, come on. <laughs> but where, Jesus said. Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes, as much as they would. And when they were all filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Isn't that marvelous? Now then, tonight let's look at the 10th chapter of Mark's gospel. Mark chapter 10. And let's begin to read at the 17th verse. And when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Zoe, eternal life. Jesus said unto him, Why call me good? There is none good but one that is God. You know... You already know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these things I have observed from my youth. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him. And said unto him, one thing you like. That's pretty good, isn't it? One thing. One thing you like. Go your way. Sell whatsoever you have and give to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven. Come, take up the cross and follow me. David, he didn't say that to anybody but the apostles that he picked. This is a good manager of money. Now I'm just saying, now just think about it a minute. Wouldn't this have been a great replacement for Judas? He didn't have, to, I don't care how mad he got. I don't care how sad he got. I don't care how grieved he got. He didn't need to leave. He didn't need to go away. He could have said, Rabbi, I don't understand a word of that. I don't get it. That grieves me. It kind of makes me mad at you for even telling me something like that. But hey, you're the one with the eternal life. I'm not leaving. I'm sticking. That changed his entire existence. But he left and went away. My, 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 my. And he was sad at that saying. And went away grieved. For he had great possessions. No, he didn't have great possessions. His possessions had him. 
Now you listen to me. His possessions had him. Jesus looked around about and saith unto his disciples, Now we all know, Brother Copeland, we all know these disciples and Jesus, you know, they, they're poor people. They lay down with the leper. What? <laughs> the goofy, <laughs> sad, stupid stuff that the minds of men just make up. That's like, I'll tell you one thing, brother. I'll tell you something about God and how he looks at things. Every tub has to sit on its own bottom. I heard people say that. I heard people say that. Every tub has to sit on its own bottom. Okay. I'll do the best I can here. I'm not a tub, thank you very much. What are you laughing at? How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again, saith unto them, children, how hard it is for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they were astonished out of measure, saying, among themselves, who then can be saved? He was not talking about, he was talking about this other guy that walked off. He wasn't talking about rich people. No, no. He was talking about this man that walked away. He said it's hard for him. Hard didn't say, could have said it's hard for him. They were astonished out of measure. Jesus looking upon them saith with men, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man or no person that has left house, brethren, Sisters, father, mother, a wife, or children, or lands, for my sake in the gospel. But shall receive, now here's what I want you to get, this applies right now. The Lord, the Lord just dropped this in me this afternoon. He shall receive a hundredfold now in this time. Houses, brethren, sisters, mothers, children, lands with persecutions and in the world to come eternal life. Persecution? Well, of course. The devil hates it when believers get money. Happens to me happens all the time. Me. Particularly in times like this. 
Because I'm a believer. I'm not a doubter. I walk in love. I keep the commandments of God. I'm not like that rich young ruler. Amen. Whatever he says is a command to me. He says, give this. I give it. He said, do this. I do it. Glory to God. But now here you are again. You have to listen to what he's saying. It's not just talking about. It does include his commandments. It does include that. And most particularly our commandment, which is to love one another. Amen. And that satisfies all the others. But oh, my, 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 my. Yeah, thank you, Lord. John chapter 14, verse 21. You have to remember now, you must remember this. John... Chapters 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17 were all in that covenant meal, that last supper. Amen. Now listen to what he said in John 14, 21. Oh. Man, I've got this thing, I've got it marked, I've got it bordered in red, and just, he that has my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him. And I will manifest myself to him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, hey, God loves everybody, David. We, we know that. But it's, it's not the ones that just pray all night long. No, it's, it's those that listen to him. It's those that do what he says. It's those that, that are on call 24 hours a day. Those that say, uh, Lord, I'm yours to command. What would you have me to do? I want you to get up in the night. I want you to go down there at that hospital and walk around and just start praying in tongues. I was at the funeral of a very, 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 very close friend of mine. Very, very close friend of mine. I was with him when I met Gloria. He used to work for him. And I got home. And I noticed uh, there was a pink slip there. Uh, that that he had he had called, so I thought, wow, man, Bill's called me, I, I, and I picked up the phone. I called him. Somebody answered the phone. I said, uh, "Is Bill there?" I got a notice that he called. And she, they said, uh, uh, bro, bro, "Brother Copeland, um, he passed away," and it was just a couple of days or so after that call. I thought. Man, I missed him. I missed him. Now, Gloria and I had, had prayed with him, but 
But I, I, I was, I, it just really bothered me. And of course, I was at his home going service and, and out at the, at the graveside. And I was just standing there thinking about him and thinking about all the times and, and, uh, Now, George helped my mother in her prayer groups and in her, um, her, her teaching time, her Bible class and so forth. And this woman walked up to me. I'd, I'd never seen her in my life. She said, uh, Brother Copeland, you don't know me. But she said, I'm part of your mother's prayer group earlier and then Bible class and so forth. And she said, I couldn't sleep. I could not sleep. And something was wrong. And I could, I didn't know what it was. And I just praying in tongues and praying in tongues. I said, Lord, help me, Lord, help me. Help me. What, what is it here? What is it here? And George, he spoke a hospital to her. Man, it's up in the morning. Like something like two o'clock in the morning. He said, I want you to go over there and I want you to walk up and down the halls and just pray in tongues. So she said, Brother Kenneth, that's what I did. And she said, I'm just walking up and down the halls and I'm just stopping and praying by each room and just praying in tongues. And she said, I was walking along here and this man said, excuse me, excuse me. She said, I went in there and he said, uh, uh, do you know how to pray like Kenneth Copeland and his mother pray? Well, see, he lived two doors down from my mother. She said, yes, I'm a, I'm a very close friend of hers. She said, I, I, don't, I don't know Kenneth, but he said, I, 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 I know his mother very well. He said, would you pray like that, please? She said, in tongues, yes. Would you please pray it that way, like you were praying out there in the hall? Yes. Would you do that, please? And she said, Brother Copeland, I was able to lead him to the Lord Jesus. Just brought him to the Lord. And he died the next day. And I just stood there and cried. I just stood there and wept. This is somebody that's a soldier in the army of the Lord. This is somebody that's available. Isn't that good? Anybody can do that. Anybody can do it. I, I could just tell you story after story. Another one was just almost exactly the same as just different circumstances and well, I'll tell you, it was um, another man, a very close friend of mine. I worked with him in the, in the aviation business. And I got a, I got a call from him. And I got home and come. They said, no, 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 he died. And I thought, not again, man. Not again. Well, Brother Schambach was having a tent meeting over in Arlington. And Jimmy Hester's 
church grounds, if I remember right. Anyway, he had his tent set up over there. And they invited me to come over. And well, Gloria and I did because we, we love Brother Schambach. And, and he, and, and, and Jimmy Hester, was, he said, come on up here. I said, no, come on up here. So I went up there and sat down by him. And the praise and worship is going on. He said, um, Kenneth, you ought to know this. He said, you know a man by the name of Tommy Baker, don't you? I said, yes. Yes, I do. And, uh, and he said, you ought to know this. He said, Tommy came into my office. And he said, I need God. I tried to get a hold of Kenneth and he's out of town. And, uh, uh, can you help me? <laughs> he said, yeah, Kenneth's a good friend of mine. He said, that, well, I, I, I think he said something like, well, that's what I heard or something. Anyway, he, he said, uh, he said, Kenneth, I led him to the Lord. Hallelujah. And a few days later, he dropped dead with a heart attack. Just dropped dead on the floor. Faithful God. Faithful people. Make great victories. Hallelujah. Can you shout amen? Hallelujah. Glory. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We receive our offering tonight. And we thank you and give you praise and thanksgiving. Hallelujah. All glory be to Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you. Let's just praise him. Let's praise him and thank him. God's working right now on your behalf. He's working right now to get things to you that you need. He's working right now to see to it that somebody's maneuvering around just to get things into your hands. Faithful God. Faithful people. Make great victories. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.